Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, David Wesley, Rabbit Knight, Joey DeVoy, Kenny Gaddison, Kelly Tripunko. Sean Keith, Matt Geiger, Eric Lechner, Patreons, Bo Dooling, thank you Bo, oh basketball, oh thank you, Iceland, thank you Iceland, Oh no! Oh no, Sean, you broke up there. Oh, <laughs> I mean, no. sorry. Oh, ghost of Don Pardo, you broke up there. Um. <laughs> uh, thank you, ghost of Don Pardo. This is Round Ball Rock. Hi. Uh, that is the most scuffed opening we've ever done. But guess why, Sean? We do it live now, to quote everyone's favorite hero, Bill O'Reilly. Sean, we've been gone for two weeks, uh, not because we wanted to, but because I have had uh, a real rough time at work lately, and it sucks. Uh, You have time of it. Well, you know what? Sometimes, Joey, life gets in the way. mm -hmm. Yep. You know how to to make God laugh, Joey? Mm Mm-mm. How? Make plans. Mm, it's true. That's why uh, Death Cab named their album that. Um, 
isn't uh life is what happens when you're making other plans yeah yeah that's the was that that's a uh that's like a fake john lennon quote right um, yeah that also might be the tagline for dan in real life <laughs> well sean uh we're in a weird moment here in the nba season where it is not the playoffs but mm-hmm. it's also not the regular season we are at the taint of the nba right mm-hmm. now joey yeah it's very confusing and also i'm not sure if does that mean am i allowed to play this now player turn up player or do i have to wait no this this is right. i'm 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 in Am I allowed? No, it's it's time. Yeah. Oh, it's time? It's okay, good, good. I think these are the playoffs, right? Playoffs. Um, I gotta say, <laughs> <laughs> nothing... I, I hear two <laughs> seconds of that and can immediately see the entire promo in my uh-huh. brain. Yeah, I can. Um, <laughs> uh, it's the same way with the first two notes of the Warriors' uh, great timeout uh-huh, promo. Yep. I don't – well, hold on. Do I have great timeout on here? Um, that one also seems a little bit racist in hindsight. Um, I mean, it's problematic for sure, I would say. It's more dorky, though, really. Yes, like it's definitely dorky. I somehow... Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great time to have a ball. It's a great way to let it go. It's great for your basketball. It's a great time out. It's a great, it's a great time out. Now, Sean, please explain mm-hmm. to our listeners... Was it a great timeout then? It was not a great How many timeout. games did they win that season? Um, I believe this is the 2001 Warriors. It's Anthony... I'm sorry, it's... Uh, so it's Mookie Blaylock. It's Antoine Jameson's rookie year, I believe, right? No, it's, or is it it's second later year? than that. He's the star of the team <laughs> okay, at this point. Yeah. So it's. I think it's the 2000-2001 season, or it's the year That sounds after. right. Jason Richardson is not there yet. We, no, they get Jason yeah. Richardson because of how badly yeah, they do yeah, 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 yeah. in the in the <laughs> season. Um, I but yeah, yeah. This is this is going anyway. Into it, was that year. Yeah, it was a bad timeout. Yeah, it's Mookie. Timeout. It's Mookie Blaylock. It's a Donald Foyle. It's a guy named Tim Young who they picked in the second round and who never played in the NBA but after does that dance year. Dance a lot it's, in that commercial. It's a. It's just a bad sign when like that's one of the only guys you can get to show up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Adonal Foyle also in that commercial a lot. Um, yeah, he he is giving it his all, as is Anton Jameson. Uh, um, I gotta say, we are uh, burning daylight here, though. Sorry, you're right. We gotta keep uh, going. We gotta, yeah. Uh, we gotta take a call. Okay. Sean and Joey can't come to the phone right now, but luckily phones are the domains of me, a robot. If you know the extension of Tillman Fertita, please dial it now. Press 1 to have a single beer with Zach Lowe. Press 2 for Senegal-related inquiries. Press 3 for Movie Times read by Brooke Lopez. 
WordPress 33 to hear problematic things Bill Simmons wrote in the early 2000s. Press zero at any time to leave a message for Sean and Joey. That's right, you two can leave a message for Sean and Joey, just dial 323-682-0342. Once again that number is, 323-682-0342, please give me a call, being a robot is a solitary road. The robot says that phone number way too fast. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little quick. It's a little quick. It's weird that the robot always says numbers so fast. Uh-huh. Um, I guess, like, for him, it's like breathing air. But, yeah, for those of you listening who want to give us a call, please do. That fast phone number is also in the description of the episode. And we love hearing from you, our readers. These are our mm-hmm. readers. Um, I almost started playing the Bill Simmons Any Given Wednesday drop. <laughs> All right, I I need to remove it from the soundboard or else this podcast is going to be uh 30 whole minutes of someone saying soup is the perfect food. Yeah. That is uh, the perfect food. It um, is the perfect food. It, it is the perfect food. Um, Sean, uh... We got a voice a voicemail from our friend. Is he our friend? I mean, he knows us. We don't we don't actually know who this person is, but He's, uh It's not Lakers Paladin, it's the other round ball rock related character that we don't do. Uh his name is Carl Anthony Scaramucci. You might know He's, him on Twitter as uh at hi, it's the shocker who uh-huh. For those of you that have read The Shocker, it's a highbrow, lowbrow, uh, excellent writing website. But I would say their Twitter is... Lowbrow? More lowbrow, yeah, more I guess? Yeah, more lowbrow than the highbrow, yeah. It's just like, it feels like, it feels almost like there must be, like, a reclusive version of, like, Nick Denton mm-hmm. running The Shocker. Anyway, Carl Anthony Scaramucci is always on Twitter... Complaining that Brian Windhorst is sleeping with his wife, mm-hmm. right? Wouldn't you say that's the number one thing? It's that been Twitter coming up does? a lot. I mean, I think it started this year, and uh, it has no signs of stopping. Yeah, I assume so, he lives in Omaha, Nebraska, um, home of Brian Windhorst. I don't but... know what he wants us to do with that information, but I guess uh, NBA. <laughs> Uh, our favorite NBA writer, Brian Windhorst, please stop making Carl Anthony Scaramucci's life a living hell. Um, but anyway, uh, here is a call from our friend, Carl Anthony Scaramucci. Hey, Sean, Joey, it's Carl Anthony Scaramucci. I want to get your guys' thoughts on a little situation I've got here at home. Uh, as you know, my wife's been fucking Brian Windhorst for past six months or so and she's never been happier and I've never been more depressed it's gotten really bad they've got me paying him a weekly stud stipend which is just ridiculous because he makes a lot more money than I do anyway uh, the other day my wife comes down and she's got a box like a gift wrap box she says I've got something for you and you know I'm kind of like oh my gosh maybe things are turning around you know and uh, so I open it up and it's a Nikola Jokic jersey. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I like Nikola Jokic. I mean, he's, he's fun to watch. And, uh, she's like, put it on. And I was like, okay. And she's like, you gotta do it now. So I 
I put it on, and no sooner do I have it on than I hear the doorbell ring. I go and answer it, and it's Brian Lindhorst, and he's wearing a Joel Embiid jersey, and he says, go sit on the couch, you know, keep your eyes open, or ears open, rather, not my eyes. I'm not seeing any of this. Just keep your ears open, and you'll hear what a real MVP sounds like. And so I sit on the couch, and they go upstairs, and my wife's more vocal than she's even ever been before, which is saying something. And he's got her chanting MVP, you're the real MVP, all this stuff. And finally, I had enough. So I I get an idea, and I go outside. I, I ring the doorbell, and I open the door, and then I shout up to her. I say, say, honey, uh, there's someone at the door. It's uh, it's aggregators. And uh, Windhorse loses his shit. He actually just jumps out the window and uh, fucks up his ankle pretty badly, from what I understand. Uh, he claims that uh, he may not be able to record the Hoop Collective as a result. So my wife is fucking pissed at me. She's not even talking to me. And I don't think what I do is that bad. Uh, I mean, fuck, I mean, look at my position. Anyway, I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Love the show. Take care. So, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, that's, that what? is, first, can I just start on this? Mm-hmm. First of all, he's, he's got to at least get that weekly stud stipend reduced, I think. I don't know. You know what I mean? I like, it should think be. I I'm on Brian Windhorst's side here. Well, you know, as as Carl Anthony Scaramucci would say, the greatest ability is availability. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's what his wife would say, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so maybe try being more emotionally available to your wife, Carl Anthony Scaramucci. Yeah, I can't tell. I mean, he seems he seems so obedient. Like it's almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely being cucked. Do you think is he embracing the cuck no. that way? No, because if he were embracing so. it, he wouldn't be getting on the every woge, but him. also on every woge tweet, he wouldn't be replying about how Brian Windhorst is sleeping with his wife. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess they that's like his way of going to HR at yeah. ESPN, right? Like right. Yeah. Woge Woge has so many sources that just saying something to Woge is like, you know, the aggregators will get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm happy for his wife. I guess mm-hmm. she's 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 never been happier. Um, but that I mean, that is a rough situation. Um, get well soon, Wendy. You know, um, that's I think that's my main take on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I guess the only response uh, I have is. Yes. Player, turn up, player. Embrace it, baby. What? It's the playoffs. It's the playoffs. playoffs. <laughs> um, all right. Um, I Here's how you get your wife back, Carl Anthony Scaramucci. Are you ready? Know what fucking soup got thrown at a coach and uh-huh. refuse be man enough to refuse to tell anyone until eight months later. Uh-huh. Maybe um, whisper in, in your wife's ear. Yeah. Or visit every state capital. Yeah. <laughs> and know which ones are your favorites. Or that's what a real have that's what a real man old does. woman on your podcast to talk about the Knicks twice a year. <laughs> 
<laughs> and never that, never announce it. Yeah. Just, just of that, spook I, everybody. I woke up this morning to a text from someone that just said, Wendy has that old woman on his podcast again today. Yeah. And you knew exactly who he was talking about, yeah. right? Of course. Uh, and <laughs> speaking of, if you are an old woman, we would like to have you on our podcast to talk. Yeah, about absolutely. Things. And um, by old, I mean we we Joey's in Los Angeles, so that means twenty eight yeah. and up. Um, I'm kid. We're kidding. Um, um, but if Fran Levowitz wants to do the podcast, she's welcome. We're not gonna we're not gonna trick her, take her out of contest like Z-Way will. All right, uh, Sean. You know what time it is? It's time for some uh, mail. Oh, nice. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. All right, Sean. What's our first question? Um, our first question comes from Beeps. And uh, it's referring to this Dave Dufour tweet. Um, two weeks post second shot today. Mm-hmm. Been listening to at Naima's cook a, cookout podcast all day. Playlist, Dufour not summer. podcast. Oh, playlist, playlist. <laughs> sorry. Cookout playlist all day. Uh, Dufour summer. Mm-hmm. And Beeps asked us, how would you define Dufour summer? Oh, well, I can. I My answer would be different than Dave's because mine would be. Being the alphaist man at sports business school at Summer yeah. League. Um, like. But yeah. luckily, Sean, you know who we know? We know Dave Dufours. So oh, yeah. I, 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 I asked yeah. him. He's uh, an expert at, at uh, I, I Dufours Summers. Yeah. I asked him. I told him to call us on the phone. Here's his answer. Okay. So the fellas asked me to call in and define Dufours Summer. Now, this varies depending on the continent that I'm on. If I'm in Europe, Dufour Summer is all about getting on my bike, heading down to Spain, riding around the roads, eating tapas, drinking cava, you know, doing all the stuff that you do in Spain on a motorcycle trip, eating a lot of chorizo and things of that nature. In America, it's more about van trips, hopping in the van, throwing the dogs in there, sweating our asses off as we're driving around the West, camping and hiking doing all that stuff, going to Vegas and drinking scotch with Larry Coon and not getting enough sleep and living in the gym all week. It's going to Montana and hanging out. It's popping up in all the random places that you never expect to see me, but you always really did. So that's due for summer. I'm going to be in a town near you. Come hang. Uh, that's right. Watch out, Carlo Anthony Scaramucci. Uh-huh. Dave Dufour is coming to fuck your wife. Yeah. And, you know, I gotta say, um, I think there might be a little bit of Dufour summer in all of us. Well, you know what? Uh, you know what Dufour summer does not include? What's that? Player, turn up. Because every summer is Tinder by Pitbull, the Tinder playoffs edition in Dave Dufour's head. Timber, I said Tinder, Timber. I meant Timber, Timber. featuring well, Kesha yeah. and Pitbull. Um, uh, do you know what? Do you know what sketch uh, was submitted by four different people when I was in the? CBS sketch writing diversity showcase yeah. in the uh, 2014. Oh, was it Tinder? Uh, a musical parody of mm-hmm. Timber that was Tinder. Yeah, it's 
it's great. Um, it was, all of them were funny in their own ways. Um, all right, Sean. Uh, I think we've got time for one more reader mail question. What would you like? What should we answer here? Uh, you know what? Let's let's answer this second question, and we'll save the second beeps question for next time. This is from our friend Mike Burchett, and it says, If you were a franchise player, what are the more ridiculous demands you would make of an organization to, quote-unquote, keep you around? Hmm. I'm trying to think what I would... Uh, would, you, would you want, like, a video game system in the locker room, Joey? That's not that ridiculous. Plus, at no. this point, at that point, I'm so rich. I'm bringing oh, my right. own you video just game bring system yeah, to yeah, the yeah. locker room. Okay. I mean, I'll tell you... I think I would demand the guillotine for all billionaires, baby! Give them the guillotine! It's time for democratic socialism to thrive, and I will be the richest man in town. Um... I'm going to have to learn to control myself with this thing. I'm very sorry. It, look, it's a new toy, listeners. I promise. I'm. We're not the, now a soundboard-related, a soundboard-only podcast. Look, we, we might be. We might be. I don't think it's the craziest thing in the world for us to turn into. Um, I'm hyped now, though. I'm really hyped. Um, but I'm unfortunately, I'm hyped to watch, like, uh, Kawhi Leonard and Boris Dia on Spurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I need to I need to adjust my hype in this. Uh, isn't that also the same year where ABC played Smooth going to Santana Smooth <laughs> going to the commercials? Well, like I mean, every smooth... other time going to the finals. I mean, every other commercial break. I think I mean, it is. Smooth was literally the playoff song one year. No, but I mean, I think it's one of those LeBron years. Someone at ABC had decided Smooth was like a Miami song. <laughs> And they would uh-huh. play it going into commercial break like four <laughs> times a game. And it was really, really funny. Um, but back to my demands. I mean, obviously, you got your easy demands, right? You got uh, hire all my friends for fake jobs. Right, right, right. Like, that's the cla- your classic mm-hmm. corruption like that. Um, right. uh-huh. I definitely want to be able to... Just shoot. I I want like full creative control over two bobblehead nights a year. Yeah, well, and they can like true. literally be anyone. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. obviously, there's an Anthony Randolph bobble bobblehead night for whatever team I'm on. I would like to hire uh, a. F- I would like to make one of my friends who has never designed anything design uh-huh. a t-shirt and make them sell it on the tv broadcast oh that's great that's great i would also make them have like i would make them make like like not basketball related ones you know like like the david gordon green bobblehead yeah or you know like i also want control like i, I want food. a bobblehead for every member of pavement yeah i want control of the food too so yeah i can't really think of any wild wild demands I- uh-huh, beyond the guillotine? Well, I mean, beyond, but that's not that wild of a demand. Billionaires should not exist. Um, no, I mean, that's <laughs> that's that's the right thing you should be asking for. Yeah, um, you'd control the food, though. I would control the, oh, that's what I was saying. But, and I'd do it on a tiered system, which is uh, the opposite of my billionaire pro- uh, uh-huh. statement, probably. But, you know, I'd, uh, 
make it so if I think you're playing bad, you're eating. And if you're oh oh, and oh if you're trolling, yeah. And if you're playing <laughs> like... well, you're eating steaks with me, baby, because I am Tony Larusa. Um... You know that that also feels somewhat like the plot of Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Um, <laughs> you have to eat bug oatmeal. I thought you meant control the food in the arena. No, 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 no. That's a, it's like a real person's job. What if you were allowed to punish the media f- with food too? Like. But but not in necessarily an obvious way. You just start like 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 they start ripping on you and you're able to get them to substitute like beyond beef mm-hmm. and all the burgers <laughs> and everything. And like like it's all defensible, but people are mad because the reporters just want to eat hot dogs. Um, yeah, I'd do that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Sean. Uh, it's time to talk some news. Are you ready? Yes. It's a big stories. Yeah, some real big stories. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. That's right. It's news time. And we had two semi-playoff games today. So you know we're going to talk big news. Sean, what's our first story? Uh, our first story is, of course, that Cliff Paul is alive. I know! It was mind-boggling! Like, what Uh a turn of events! Cliff Paul, uh, Chris Paul's estranged twin brother, is Mm -hmm. now alive in the State Farm commercials. Now, I had assumed... They killed him off, what, two years ago? Three years? When When he went to the Rockets. When he he went to the Rockets, um, they knew... That Tillman Fertitta would consider Cliff Paul another mouth to feed mm-hmm. and ban him from the arena or like put him to work. You know what I mean? Like he. Yeah. You knew that wasn't going to fly when it's Tillman time. But um, I'm not totally sure what he was supposed to, what has supposed to. OK, so. So this the theme year. of this year's State Farm commercials uh-huh. has been Chris Paul has PTSD from being yeah. in State Farm commercials, right? Yeah, because there's been disasters, animals destroy his house. Um, Alfonso Ribeiro was sneaking into his home to, like, murder him. He was so, trying to, like, kidnap his children, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, Um but it's also like deer and animals, and uh, it seems like DeAndre Jordan and Dame Lillard were breaking a lot of stuff. Clutch, um, the Houston Rockets mascot, destroyed. Oh, his he house really destroyed times. his house. Like yeah. even with James Harden there, that was maybe the most messed up one. Yeah, while they were watching Damian Lillard in a playoff game. Uh huh. And um, that. <laughs> I, and and also, um, he had to. You know, it, I feel like he was pretty supportive of DeAndre Jordan's gender identity crisis mm-hmm. as well with yeah, the Hoopers. With the Hoopers, but I mean, yeah. it, I get it's got to be Love tough. Was to, a baby, uh, oh, horrific. Uh, Kev, well, Dame Lillard was a baby. Kevin oh, yeah, Love, Kevin was, Love like, was like a prepubescent. Like like God, that's Kevin Love was like Kevin Love was literally looked like Anthony Junior from The Sopranos. <laughs> I mean, I could see the same kind of attitudes uh-huh. together, too. Yeah, like, yeah. I got depression. Kevin Shut Gar- up. Yeah, Kevin Garnett was like uh, was like a grandpa. I don't know. Anyway. I think Kevin Love just discovered um, uh, Camus yeah. and Nietzsche. Uh, yeah. No, Nietzsche. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Yeah. Except he calls God is dead. Um, anyway. Um, 
Uh, so, so okay, so Joey, we got to find out how they're going to justify this because State Farm's not going to bring him back. Those guys think these things through. You know what it's I mean? Certainly like, not going to bring back Oscar. For, no, um, who I mean was, he's who was Cliff Ball's replacement. Uh huh. That's a weird lateral transition. <laughs> and then Alfonso Ribeiro, the stalker, kind of replaced him. And then... No, Jake from State Farm replaced Jake from State Farm, that's yeah. right. Who... Uh, <laughs> um, weird anyway, stuff. So this so commercial, it, this new State Farm commercial, has Chris Paul terrified at a window with his children uh-huh. yes saying we're in a state farm commercial something bad is gonna happen and then the doorbell rings and then jake from state farm is just sitting in his home he just appears like a like a ghost at his breakfast bar and is like everything's all right we're it's, it's state farm and then cliff paul comes out and he's like i brought donuts and then his children are like uncle cliff uh-huh. Right. Who again, Cliff Paul died. I mean, I think he died. Well, he I mean retired. they retired. They had a retirement party for him, but it made uh-huh. him look like he died. It definitely seemed like he died. So okay, where do you think he's been? Did he stay in Los Angeles? I don't know. We need answers. I demand um, answers. Now here's the question. Mm-hmm. Is Chris Paul maybe hallucinating? Like, is this I this think, is my okay. my theory is all right. This is like season six of Lost, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Chris Paul is actually having a a, a flash sideways. Mm-hmm. He's in the sideways world because he actually died in Houston mm-hmm. uh, when he when he tore his spoiler uh, alert quad. For season for yeah season yes. five of Lost I guess yeah um, I uh, think- and actually he he they they had a character um, <laughs> Lost at Hurley he's surly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, here's what I don't understand. Uh-huh. So, how come Chris Paul didn't get any cushy State Farm money for any of his son's team? Because he did oh. that in Houston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did it in L.A. Right. Um, like, he... Like, Trevor Ariza and Harden were in the commercial mm-hmm. when he went to Houston. DeAndre Jordan was in those. Yeah. So here's um, what I think is going to happen. I think secret. So we had he had nobody on the Thunder, right? Yeah, but I mean, who, who would he yeah, have? I mean, who was Dennis Schroeder, um, Danilo Gallinari. Yeah. Um, so here's what I think is going to happen. And also, it was like a surprise. The Thunder were good. Remember? Oh, it was right, like, right, right. Yeah. Um, but the Suns people were pretty sure they were going to be good. So right. I think what's going to happen? Yeah. Just like you. I'm going to hearken back to an old twist of a TV show. Okay. And I think at the end of the playoffs, it's going to reveal that this is all happening inside of a snow globe <gasps> that Devin Booker is staring at. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, While riding a bike, and then yeah, he yeah. crashes, and yeah, the snow right, globe yeah, breaks, yeah. and the Suns are in the lottery again, and right. he's like, oh, no. <laughs> but... So anyway, I'm excited to see where the where the cinematic State Farmiverse goes from here. Yeah, I uh, mean it's it is a modern it's a modern meditation on identity and the duality of man. Yeah, but more importantly, Sean, the uh, our other top story, uh, we do it every year 
when we have to start watching big TNT games, TNT starts showing big promos for everybody's favorite show, Animal yeah. Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So now it's time for a segment of talking, barking our Animal Kingdom commercial watch show. Mm-hmm. I'm the boss. Everything I do, I do for this family. It's time for talking, barking. What the hell have you given me? Keep me in the loop. Promos are confusing for robots. This show seems unpleasant. Take it away, you animal kings. I'm going to take it all. All right, Sean. So it appears, according to the promo... Again, we should Uh mention we have never seen the show Animal Kingdom. I have... Since then, I have seen the first four episodes of the show, which I believe aired like five or six years ago. I've never seen an episode. I have never seen the movie Animal Kingdom, but I've never seen the show. I believe I believe the difference, as I understand it, is that um, one takes place in Southern California. (laughs) California and one takes place. It's it's a lot of surf crime. The the cinematic genre of surf crime. Mm -hmm. Um but I believe that the movie Animal Kingdom gets out of control faster. Yes. I mean, obviously, because they're yeah. on season seven of Animal Kingdom now. I yeah, believe. which is which is based on a movie that is not even two hours long, yeah. I believe. Um, but anyway, based on the promos for uh-huh. Animal Kingdom this year, it appears that Ellen Barkin is no longer on the show. Yeah, yeah. We may, so I guess okay. we need to rename the segment of the well, and I, I was, I thought we could, um, we could, we could call ourselves the Speedman, mm-hmm. but I think he's, I think his character is also dead. Joey. Scott Speedman is also dead, so now we're stuck Scott with Sean Hattesey. We have to come up with some, <laughs> yeah. some kind of Sean Hattesey. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We'll, okay. we'll figure it we'll out. Figure it out. Yeah. Dennis Leary also no longer on the show. He was yeah. at it at one point. He was there briefly. Uh-huh. He <laughs> was trying to keep her out of the loop, right? Right. I believe he was the one initially trying to keep her out of the loop. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but now yeah. she's out of the loop because she's dead. She's definitely dead. <laughs> so now, after after having seen just a few Animal Kingdoms, the guy I definitely thought was going to die very quickly appears to still be alive and on the show. Um, that's all I'm saying. It's, it seems like the core brothers have made it mm-hmm. long hair, uh, paley little kid. And then, uh, like tough David Spade. Is that, does that, does that describe them well? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's been talking barking. Our aunt, uh, our we still don't Kingdom really show. know what happens on that show. We do need to talk about another. This one is a lot more basketball related. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, our favorite part about the playoffs. Look, we're te- we're only technically a basketball show. If we had our druthers, we would be a TBS TNT promos. Show yeah, because we don't actually watch the shows. Yeah, um, I did watch an episode of Search Party. Yeah, though. they were they were hyping something really hard. I'm gonna play the promo. Are you ready, Sean? Yes, yes. Uh, this is a new show on TBS. I'm Dwayne Wade, and this is the Cube. 
15 feet of steel-edge plexiglass standing between you and a quarter of a million dollars. With cutting-edge technology, high-pressure gameplay, and a mind of his own. I'm not here to make friends. Oh, it's oh. <laughs> To defeat me, you need nerves of steel. You'll have nine lives to beat seven games. And if the cube is too much for you... I can't believe I did that! You may choose to get an assist from a world-class all-star athlete. I'll try and beat the game for you. I have confidence in you. But you got no choice now. (laughs) You'll only have one shot. Talk to me nice. He's just worried someone's going to win that $250,000 jackpot. That would be highly improbable. But not impossible. Who has what it takes to beat the cube? June 10th on TBS. So, yeah, that's the cube hosted by Dwayne Wade, Sean. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, Following in the grand tradition of uh, game shows hosted by members of the Banana Boat. Uh huh. Well, LeBron did not host one of the game shows. He's just created. If you remember right, well, Tim oh Tebow yeah, he participates in the dollar wall. wall. He million dollar mile, and then he <sighs> uh, executive produces the wall, hosted by uh, uh, Chris Hardwick, billionaire Chris Hardwick. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Trophy husband. Uh, yeah, are there any nerds here tonight? Nerds, Chris Hardwick. Um, points, Joey, points. Um, now, the plot of the key... There's a plexiglass room that talks that yes, people you're... play beer pong in. <laughs> yeah, it's it. they give you surprisingly simple tasks, but the idea is in your, you're in this stressful situation... Mm-hmm. Because you're in the cube, and it's not very big, but it's also mm-hmm. clear, yeah. and you're by the audience, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to make you melt down under the pressure. And your phone-a-friend is, if you can't, um, if you can't, you if can't. you don't think you can play the beer pong game, you mm-hmm. you can ask Dwayne Wade to play it for you. To play you. beer pong for you, yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. it's, or like, or like... Do a word search, I think. Guess guess how many jawbreakers are in a jar. Yeah, Um, yeah. I think I think maybe there's like flashcards or something involved, possibly. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I gotta say, um, I'm excited for it. I'm definitely gonna watch it. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I hope the rules are also insanely complicated, like the rules to the wall and million dollar uh, particular million dollar mile. Not only was it incredibly confusing, no one no one ever got very far. Mm-hmm. But Sean, my, also it was canceled very quickly. My question for you is: which <laughs> game show, which banana boat member is gonna put his dip his toe in the game show, uh, the game show realm next? Is so I'm thinking, Mello I'm or, think- is it, or is it Gabrielle Union? <laughs> I think it's. I, well, I think it's gonna be. Um, I think it'll be Mellow hosting the Orb. Yeah. Right. Isn't that the or or it'll be like yeah yeah because yeah we've had the wall we we've had the cube the orb is and, next and the end is you have to just put like a fancy fedora uh, gently onto the orb yeah. to win the the jackpot. <laughs> Chris Paul's never going to retire though. Yeah. So Chris Paul, it can't be Chris Paul. Chris um, Paul could do like what. He'd have to do like a weakest link thing where he could yell at the contestants a little bit, you know. Yeah. I well, I was thinking, what was that show where like that old old game show where people were lying about what they did? 
It was like oh, seven uh, people. To tell the truth? Yeah, to tell the truth. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's like everyone's wearing a, a Cliff Paul mustache, and you have to figure uh-huh. out which one's the real <laughs> Cliff Paul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what if Cliff Paul hosted the game? Like, he just does like a Mike Myers gong show thing, mm-hmm. and he hosts it as Cliff Paul and just never breaks. Mm-hmm. Like, never acknowledges that it's actually Chris Paul. Like, they don't do any winking at all. He's just, like, deadly serious about being in character right. as Cliff Paul. Like, they... <laughs> what was Mike Myers' uh, character's Tommy, name? Tommy Maitland, yeah, the host, Tommy of, the Maitland, the host of the Gong Show. Yeah, which Which was, like, three hours of makeup to play a very weird character that did not add to the show. Mm-hmm. And basically, it still starred Will Arnett. Primarily sounds sounds right. Um, Doc, right. I think Doctor Ken was on it too. Obviously. <laughs> uh all right. We should probably talk about uh, the. Well, before we get to that, I want to finish up TNT. A lot of yeah. AEW promos tonight, and not enough Alienist promos. I want to know what's what going hell? on with the Alienist. We want to know. Yeah. Is, are they still murdering Look, people? The are there aliens on that show? The Alienist is, I think, the only TNT show I've almost ever watched. Uh, where I'm like, no, this looks all right. Uh, like, I don't like Luke Evans or the the bad guy from uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, not from Captain America's Civil War. But I am, I like Dakota Fanning. Sure, it hurts. Sherlock Holmes in around that looks okay. Yeah, that's but, fine. But yeah, let me know, TNT, step up your game. I need to know what's on the alienist. In fact, I don't just need to know what's on the alienist. I need to know keep me in the loop. Yeah. Um <laughs> and if you have any thoughts on these TNT shows, if you watch them, if you have theories about what they might be about, um we've never seen the last ship. No. Um we do sell a t-shirt with the last ship. Uh, That's uh, true. That's T-Public, true. the link in the description of the show, to buy our TNT We Know Drama shirt, which of course says uh, Franklin and Bash and Rizzoli and Isles and the last mm-hmm. ship, if you want the last ship version, or there's one without the last ship. Um, we should talk actual basketball, though, huh? Yeah, I, yeah fine. Fine. Um, all right. It's the NBA playoffs. Play in. Uh, playoffs. Play in. We'll talk about play in. playoffs. You kidding me? Play in. Playoffs. Play in. Basketball for humans. We're gonna be championship. Data for robots. Both teams play hard, my man. Both teams played hard. All right, Sean. It was the Eastern Conference play in tonight. You got anything to say about those games? They suck. Yeah, re- really, two of the more unwatchable games I've ever watched. I, look, I will say this. Okay, so today, I I was thinking about how if you don't win the play-in, you're still in the lottery, and how that might be tempting for some people. And then I saw the Pacers injury report for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me. Uh, let me just read that real quickly. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Uh, hold on. I also amazed someone today by telling them that Cody Zeller was 28 years old. <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> Shut up. 
so India, okay, the Indiana Pacers injury report, mm-hmm. which came out uh, a couple hours before the game. Brogdon, questionable. Aaron Holiday, questionable. Lamb, out. Levert, out. Sabonis, questionable. Sumner, questionable. Mm-hmm. Turner, out. Warren, out. Wait, uh, wait, hold on. Yeah. I, 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 I should have done this first. Injuries. You hate to see them. Certainly not the sight the Celtics and their fans want to see. Paul Pierce in a lot of pain. Had to be carried <laughs> off. Then they put him in the wheelchair as he's going back to the locker room. They are easily the worst part of basketball. Oh, uh, this is the sight that the Celtics fans want to see. And here the ovation as he comes popping out of the tunnel. Except for when they're not injuries at all. And they're Paul Pierce shitting his pants. Well, standing back there at the locker room when Paul Pierce came out was a pretty dramatic moment. He was followed out of the hallway by Danny H. The... Anyway, here are some real injuries, and not ones where a guy pooped his pants. forget i have that one that one's pretty good it, it <laughs> tells an important story uh-huh. it's um, basketball history sean so i said that injury report and i thought oh well the pacers just want to be in the lottery but no they yeah. kicked the shit it, out of Lamella. in fact yes yeah, sabonis brogdon all their questionable guys played mm-hmm. now they still had a lot of guys out they started o'shea Brissett. uh they also and o'shea Brissett scored more points than everybody on the Hornets today. They also started Doug McDermott, who went for 16 points in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, they they beat the hell out of them. Um, and, uh, you know, I still don't think Sabonis is an all-star, obviously, but uh, he was pretty good tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That That's Nate Duncan who says that, not me. He was really good. Um, but, but no, Charlotte, Charlotte, it was like, it, it felt like a summer league game. There was like no effort. The, it wasn't just that, that Indiana was getting, was making shots. They were like, guys were dunking and there wouldn't be anyone else in the picture. And it's like, you're in half court. How did you just abandon the basket like that? Uh, so, um, anyway, that they beat the crap out of them. And then. In the in the Celtics Wizards game, uh, it was close for a half, and then the Celtics beat the crap out of them in the third quarter. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing: I was doing work because, again, my work mm-hmm. has been a nightmare lately, and it's yes. partly why we haven't been podcasting. Apologize, apologies. Yeah. There, it's going to get better. Um, yeah. But. I was doing work, and every time I looked up, Alex Len was shooting. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, is my TV skipping? Why is Alex Len shooting so much? And then I looked at it, and Sean, how many shots did Alex Len take tonight? He took eight, Joey. It's a lot of shots for Alex Len. <laughs> it's the same. It's more than Daniel Gafford. It's the same as Davis Bertans. Uh, it's more than Rui Hachimura. Mm-hmm. 
And it's more than uh, Rahul Neto. By the way, I was looking at the Wizards bench. And I was like, oh, Robin Lopez, Davis Bertans, like, if Smith, that's not a bad bench. And then you think, oh, Alex Len and Neto are starting, though. I will say Ish Smith is the only guy who showed up tonight uh, for the all uh, Ish Smith, Wizards. 17 points. Yeah, that, <laughs> I love Ish Smith. Uh, I thought Bradley Beal was okay. He's just hurt. He looked really hurt. Yeah, but I mean, he he was really trying his best. Uh, Jason Tatum put up 50. Mm-hmm. The youngest player ever to do that in the playoffs, I assume. Right? He's got to be. <laughs> Uh, and uh wait i'm sorry did you say jason tatum i did i'm bill simmons and here's what i believe (laughs) i believe the defending nba champ should wear championship belts to every game um all right uh um i don't want to talk about tonight's games anymore do you have anything else to say they were terrible oh i do we need to talk about kemba walker's fit Oh, yes. The yes, most yes. libertarian outfit in the history of NBA. It was very confusing. Like, <laughs> like a, so he's, he's wearing, he's wearing like a yellow beret. And then he's wearing essentially like what looks like, uh, like a, almost like a Dick Tracy raincoat. Is that right? Or like, maybe it's the, maybe it's the outfit that the, the killer in I Know What You Did Last Summer is wearing. Yeah. yeah. But on the back of this yellow rain slicker looking thing, he has the Gazden flag, the snake that says don't it tread on, on me. The snake, yeah. Uh, which is a strong tea party symbol. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I mean, maybe that was to troll Gordon Hayward, mm-hmm. who might be watching the game uh, when they when they switch teams. Um, it was really weird. Like is is Kemba Walker secretly a libertarian? I I think no, but I'm guessing he was like, oh, it's Boston, right? Like history. What's a tough right, history right, right. thing? This um, is the Revolutionary War, not the tax revolution of 2000. Yeah, not. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Kemba Walker is worried that you're going to make him get a, a license to toast toast. Right, right. Do you uh, think he'd ever wear that hat that the no, the, the 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 libertarian no tax hat guy? Uh, yeah. Um, I would love to see Gary Johnson start going to these games like Drew Bledsoe did that one year. Mm-hmm. That was really cool when that happened, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> um. Sorry, I was trying to get the libertarian toaster debate thing um oh. actually hold on i've got it here. you want a license okay <laughs> give me a second just gotta download it and then drag it into this thing um <laughs> but yeah well, describe the big libertarian hat sean okay uh, the big libertarian hat is something it's... you and i talk about with our friend julian rodriguez often <laughs> yeah it's um a libertarian look the libertarian presidential field is always pretty exciting. It was sort of a letdown mm-hmm. this past year, probably just because of the pandemic and uh, the 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 incumbent was a little bit polarizing. So I think right. it was hard to get as much libertarian participation. And they were like really concerned mm-hmm. about people making them wear masks at Walmart and uh, right. 
like hoarding gold. Well, I they're I, they're really and uh, vaccine passports, posting right? women's L's online. I yeah, feel like yeah, that's a libertarian thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yes. I agree. Um, okay, um, here I have the clip. Here we go. Okay. Should someone have to have a government issued license to drive a car? Hell no. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster. <laughs> Um, that's at the, that's from the actual libertarian debate. If I let it go a little bit longer, Gary Johnson would answer that he does believe in driver's licenses Uh and they would boo him. Uh, um, the libertarian hat, by the way, it's like a Mad Hatter hat. It's it's yellow it's and like it has Jamiroquai taxation. It's like a hat that's yellow. It's kind of like black, a Jamiroquai yeah. hat, and it and on it it says taxation is theft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the guy's smile is so funny. He also has a matching tie. Yeah, what's um, the guy's name? Uh, his name <laughs> is, is hold on. Uh, what is this guy's name? Dan Behrman. Yeah. He's from um, Georgia. Oh, he legally changed his name to Dan Taxation is Theft Behrman. Mm-hmm. So from now, from henceforward, <laughs> uh, we will be referring to Kemba Walker as Kemba Taxation is Theft Walker. All right. Um, uh, by the way, the the place I found that information was on the uh, libertar- r slash libertarian Reddit. Um, and this is this uh, 27 up votes. Well, guess what, Sean? You're now on a list, so have fun oh, with that. Um, all right, now let's talk about the games that are going to happen today. Oh, yeah. The West playing. Sean, how you feeling about uh, Grizzlies v. Spurs? I have a feeling that the Spurs might not try that hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, do they... Are they going that hard? Like, is Popovich maybe thinking, like, what if we just were able to add, like, the 10th pick, the 11th pick? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't it, it seems like Memphis might be way more motivated. And that seems like that may have been a big difference in the results tonight. Like, it seemed like there were different effort levels. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, now, Sean, uh, do it. This is going up the day of, so... Uh... Let's do the opposite one. Sean, how do you feel oh, yeah. about Grizzlies versus uh, Spurs? Oh, you know, you just can't bet against uh, Greg Popovich yeah, in a the game Spurs like this. Greatest coach of all time. Look, the Spurs... And DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan and ISO at the end of the game. Memphis has no answer for him. Right. Uh, and so, yeah. Look, they've just got young guys that want to play hard. I mean, mm-hmm. the Grizzlies also have young guys that want to play hard. But uh, I don't know. They've you know. got Popovich. And that's that's a factor. I would trade, I would trade Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, for Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm, sure. Who I would then trade for Brad Stevens, but mm-hmm. I would make that trade. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say Brad Stevens? I did. Um. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm Bill Simmons, and here's um, what I believe. I- <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> um. um. Okay, so the next one, Joey. I'll ask you this time, Joey. Sure. How do you think? How do you think the Lakers and Warriors plan is going to go? Oh well, I mean, I, I just don't think you can bet against a healthy Lakers team. Earlier this year, they looked like the best team in basketball. They're one of the only teams that have got defenders to throw at Steph. Like historically, KCP has always guarded Steph really well. Um, <laughs> And their defense, they have the best defense in basketball when those two guys are playing. 
Uh, Caruso can sort of is a really good underrated defender. You can put mm-hmm. him on Steph. I really yeah. think they're gonna just dare Draymond to shoot, and I think Draymond and Wiggins are just gonna miss a lot of shots, and they're not gonna have the offense. Yeah, I gotta say, like Wiggins has been a lot better, but uh, you know, KCP handles Steph as much as anyone does, and then. You know, it's just Dennis Schroeder and Montrose Harrell are very – the Warriors bench is going to have a lot of trouble with them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, now, Sean, again, it's going up the day of. we got to do okay. the other way. Uh, All right. Sean, what do you think of uh, the Lakers-Warriors playing? You know, I, I, people always say that, uh, you know, great players like LeBron, kind of like Kobe and LeBron be- – Kobe and Shaq before him can flip the switch. Mm-hmm. In important games. Here's the thing. This team hasn't been playing together that much. Like LeBron tends to kind of tank the first game of a lot of series. He doesn't have that that luxury anymore. And, you know, since James Wiseman. Steph Curry is probably the best player in basketball this year. He's not the MVP, but he's really been one of the most like the he's he's been insane not to sound like a homer. And yeah, I don't know. You got Steph and Draymond. Versus it's just two hobbled uns- guys. It's just, you know, it's an unstoppable uh, combo, that pick and roll that they do. And, you know, I mean, ever since James Wiseman went out, the Warriors have the best net rating in the league. So one game uh, with it not really being must win for the injured Lakers, I think the Warriors can pull it out. Yep, I think so, too. Uh, and you know what that means? It's going to be a great time out. Um, all right, Sean, is that our episode? Um, yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about think, Kwame next week. <laughs> well, because we he's not done yet. That's no, the thing. You don't review a movie after Act One. Yeah, you know like what I mean. Yeah, he's releasing uh, videos at a rate that only Stephen King writes books. Um, yeah, I mean, look. Did you ever think that you would be excited about the four, the five words that I'm about to say right now? Mm-hmm. Kwame Brown is going, going live. live. Yeah, no, I didn't, but I can't wait to see how it ends. I want more of the smoke. I do want more <laughs> of the smoke, Joey. Uh, Sean, what would you like to plug? Um, you can see uh, my, my Zoom show is still going to be on Fridays for the remainder of May. So you can check those out on Friday nights mm-hmm. at seven right. at tinyurl.com slash self care comedy. And then I'm going to start doing the second Tuesday of every month. We're going to switch to weekly in June. Awesome. Because uh, people are going outside a little bit now. That's going to be great. Yeah. Um, and then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. We're on May 7th. I tweeted, I can't wait till I can live in a 55 plus community. Um, wow. Um, you know what? That, that one's like he probably should, yeah. Uh, I mean, things will certainly be softer on his poor body. Um, mm-hmm. Sean, did you write a song this week? I did. As I announced last week, I am uh, I'm getting right in uh, Sufjan Stevens' face. I am releasing a song every episode about a different NBA city in alphabetical order. We already did... Uh, on the airplane under the rim for for John Collins this week it's Boston 
And our song is called Angie Day Women Protected 12 through 35. Uh, Awesome. That's playing under us as we speak. Uh, Trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Who knows what's going to happen during that playing game. Woo! He'll trade you two times if you're Antoine. 
And he'll trade you if you denounce Edouard Well, the guy enjoys it when he's tainted So everybody must get traded Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.